Hi, I'm Jess Taylor. And I'm Natalie Ringeis. And we love the green life. Welcome to our podcast. We are both teachers, mamas, nature lovers, and passionate about changing the world we live in and helping to save the planet by inspiring others. Join us as we discuss practical ways to live a more sustainable, healthy, and green life for you, your family, and even your fur babies. Love the Green Life is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that promotes cruelty-free, chemical-free, and compassionate living. You can learn more about us and what we do at lovethegreenlife.org and on Facebook and Instagram at lovethegreenlife.org. Hello, everyone. I am Natalie Ringeis, and I am here with Jess Taylor. Hi, Jess. Hello. So we are here to talk to you about Love the Green Life. We know that making change is hard work, but it is even more difficult when you're alone. We at Love the Green Life don't want others to struggle. There's an abundance of information at our fingertips, as well as many lifestyle coaches out there. However, not all information or services are created equal. Jess and I are amazingly effective instructors, and we're really trusted resources in the education and the green market. We offer all of our listeners research-based information, actionable steps, support, and accountability in the areas of nutrition, sustainability, fresh meal planning, homemaking, and more with a fast-paced modern lifestyle in mind. We hope to provide you a support system, valuable, dependable knowledge on a vast array of eco-conscious topics. Hi, everybody. I'm Jess Taylor, the executive director and founder of Love the Green Life. My journey into the plant-based world began in 2003. I made the choice to become a vegetarian during a time when it was pretty unpopular and there was no support, information, or plans on how to do this. As a result, I became very unhealthy. For years, not knowing how to cook, plan, shop, or even eat properly, I succumbed to the fast food lifestyle for every meal. And I consumed so much dairy that I was seeking help for IBS. I cut out dairy, all animal products, and most processed foods in 2015, and my symptoms diminished completely. I was making myself sick, and I didn't even know it. And I was shortening my lifespan. Did you know that for every 10% of your diet that comes from processed foods, your risk of death goes up 14%? I knew I wasn't alone, and I wanted to share what I had learned with others. It became my calling and my mission to help others on their journey too. Along the way, I met people who would say to me, I wish my kids liked vegetables, or it's so expensive to eat healthy, or I would love to make homemade meals, but I just don't have the time. And I knew I had the answers to all of those questions and could be a support system for them. I did not want them to struggle for years like I did to make a positive change. I founded Love the Green Life as an educational service that specializes in choosing cruelty-free and chemical-free products and living a more sustainable lifestyle. We help others like me on our journey and support women and families who are busy but want to change their lifestyle. We both have master's degrees in education and active teaching license as well as certifications in nutrition and plant-based nutrition. We support our mission through coaching a podcast and an annual conference with experts in the field. And our goal is to drive community change toward a more eco-friendly lifestyle. 
So along with all things green, I am also a mom of a four-year-old boy who's almost five, who we adopted at four days old. I met my husband in grad school. He is also a teacher. He's a high school history teacher. We have been married for seven years and he is now a vegan as well as me. You will be able to hear a little bit about his journey as as much different than mine Mm -hmm. on an episode that will be coming up in the future. I also am a kitty mommy (laughs) to my three awesome cats. I have Xavier, Esmeralda, and Orange Julius. We also take care of all of our little outdoor wildlife. We have deer that live in our yard. We have a little feral cat colony that we support and all the other little creatures as we live in the woods. I was a dancer my entire life and was a dance teacher for the past 20 years. And due to some foot injuries, I have had to stop teaching, but uh, it has given me the chance to now fully focus on Love the Green Life, which has been amazing and has really been a passion of mine to get this going. And I'm just really excited for us to be able to share everything that we have going on and coming up and the growth that Love the Green Life has made. I'm really excited for Natalie to share more about her just briefly. I met Natalie about seven years ago and we were teaching at the same school and it was pretty neat how we were able to connect there because she was actually on maternity leave with her daughter when I started there. So I didn't even get to meet her till the school year was already going along and we were able to meet and connect and I only worked there for a year, but we remained friends and got closer. And here we are working on a business together, which is really cool after all those years. Yeah, Jess, that was a really fun time back when we had our little babies. You adopted your son. I had my son at a very similar time. So we both connected by just being mothers of boys, but we also had a deep connection of nature. With us combined, we have over 30 years of experience in array of nature-based instruction and teaching. And we definitely connected over that value of education, that nature needs to be a part of everyone's lives and the importance of being sustainable for the community and our earth. So I'm Natalie. I am the director of development of Love the Green Life, as well as the podcast co-host here. I'm so excited to be talking with everyone here. This is an amazing opportunity for you to just listen and learn. I have been a summer garden club coordinator. I have been assistant naturalist. I've been an after-school instructor, and I've also taught K through five education for 14 years. So Jess and I combined have a lot of experience with teaching and We feel that our topics are exactly what our community needs. We're going to be talking about a lot of things on our episodes that have to do with whole foods, seasonal eating, gentle parenting, things you can do to get connected with your community and nature, with your families, friends, and we really hope to help you make smarter, healthier choices for yourself and those around you. So we're really excited to be a part of your life now. So I told you a little bit about my career backgrounds, but personally, I am a wife. First and foremost, I've been married to my husband. We've been married for 12 years. We have two children, a boy and a girl. They are both under the age of seven and we live and love living in Northeast Ohio. All right. We don't live alone. We have a lot of critters that live with us in our house. We have hermit crabs as well as our beloved dog Sprocket 
who is hilarious and he's a white and brown fluffy curly cockapoo he's about 25 pounds so he's like one of those like medium-sized dogs and he has some up skills he can jump as I'm, I'm short I'm I'm five two um so I'm very short my dog can definitely reach my shoulders when he is feeling it he can get some height so Sprocket is hilarious I can't wait for you guys to connect with us online and see him we love talking about animals we are cruelty free toxin free and we support compassionate living for all life on earth, especially animals. So you're going to hear a lot about our pets, the wildlife habitat that literally lives in Jess's backyard. She has a certified wildlife habitat. Um, (laughs) I'm working on my backyard certification. If those words just perked your ears up, we do teach how you can turn your own backyard into a certified wildlife habitat. So these are all things that we can't wait to share with you. All right. So today, Natalie and I came up with three questions that we're going to both answer just for you guys to get to know us on a more personal level that really doesn't have anything to do with love the green life or education or anything like that. It's just fun, little quirky things about us. So that way you can connect with us. All right. So Natalie, the first question is if you could spend one day in someone else's shoes, who would it be and why? Oh, I love this question. I would want to be Marie Antoinette, you know, like the queen of France, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, I have been to Versailles. I've had the, the privilege of going to Versailles and seeing her gorgeous, gorgeous rose gardens. She is my queen bee. She dressed beautifully. I mean, she dressed as a queen, obviously, but she still had a chicken house mm-hmm. and she still did her own gardening. And she still was really into growing herbs and she was really into edible plants and healthy eating, which is pretty culturally odd for the time. Yeah. So my inspirational goddess definitely comes from Marie Antoinette. So even though I have a garden, I I put on my jewelry for the day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Especially I was thinking too, how you had just said for like that time period, how unique that is. And that's what I was thinking as you were talking about that. I think that's There's a really someone of royalty. Yeah. Right. Involved in, in that was pretty strange. Well, it just shows the need to be connected to the earth and to love the environment and nature that no matter if you're royalty or not, you, you know, that's innate in you. Yes. We're just going to clear the history books. Now she did not say, let them eat cake. I believe she would say, let them eat salad. If she had like the real, if we really were to quote her mm-hmm. based on her actions. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had a full chateau covered in gardens. Come on. Although I would say I would choose cake. <laughs> <laughs> Cake's favorite. Uh, vegan cake. Love it. <laughs> All right. So my person is also someone who's not currently alive. Mine would be John Lennon. I have loved the Beatles and anything from the 1960s since I was in sixth grade. John Lennon has always been someone that I've loved and admired and has just been like a person that I've always been interested in so since I was a child. And as a kid in sixth grade, I would wear my mom's bell bottoms from like the sixties and seventies for polyester bell bottoms to school. And I had like the platform jellies. 
<laughs> and stuff. And I have always, even since then, loved mid-century modern decor. And my house currently was built in 1979 and our entire house is decorated in mid-century modern decor. And we will talk about this a lot more as we get into our home series and talk about thrifting and I collect vintage items. We sell vintage items. So it's just, it's always been a huge passion of mine. My son's middle name is Lennon after John Lennon. So I would love to live a day in the 1960s. I would love to be in the recording studio. I'd love to be there like when they filmed the movie Help because that was my favorite movie. That would be my pick. I would just want to be able to like go back in history and like be a part of that era. I think that'd be so fun. Here's my thing. I don't know if I'd want to live back. Like I could be Marie Antoinette for a while. I'm not a big fan of the bathing and like body cleansing practices of the early 1700s. So I don't know if I'd hang too long. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Especially French women. (laughs) At least going back to 1960s for a day, like it's not too awful different than today. You wouldn't have cell phones, but there's still, there's TV, there's regular phones, you know, like transportation, you know, like you can get around TVs there. Yeah. So (laughs) I think it'd be really cool. I mean, look, our parents lived through the sixties, right? Um, I think it would be cool to do that, but I don't think I'd want to go back to the 1700s. I wouldn't even want to go back to like, I'd want to hang 10, (laughs) but I know how I am with just putting on sweatpants and t-shirt. Yeah. And the fashion the work that went into just wearing fashion of the day, I am lay tired. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, well, I've shared with you, I hate wearing dresses. So I could never handle like living back then where like, well, they had like, I'm sure pantaloons, you know, yeah, had, like, I under there. yeah. if Marie Antoinette actually like garden, well, she had people to garden for her. Let's be honest. Um, I mean, but gardening in a corset, not sure. <laughs> right. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let's see. What is your spirit animal, Jess? Well, I've already shared that I am obsessed with cats. <laughs> and so it would be cats. I love cats. I've always loved cats. As a small child, my grandma would get me anything cat related. And I was a crazy cat lady before it was cool. <laughs> I have still lots of cat things in my house. Another cool thing is that I told you I love the 60s. There's a lot of vintage cat statues and stuff like cats were big in the 60s. So Mm -hmm. I have that decorated my house. It's just always been cats. I had four cats in my house and my grandma's cat who came to live with us for a few years after my grandma passed away. Tabby, she passed away about a year and a half ago. And so now we only have three inside, but we still have four that we take care of outside and they're finally letting us interact with them and pet them and take care of them. So I just have always had this love for cats. My huge, huge dream other than love the green life is to own a cat rescue sanctuary someday where I can take in all the cats and they don't have to be in my house with my husband, not happy about that. (laughs) So one thing you should know about Jess and I is we are friends. Um, Obviously we have children of similar age and Jess is the friend that booked her son's birthday party at a cat cafe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So when she tells you that cats are her spirit animal, she really brings it down. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep. Yeah. And that was his second birthday. So to be honest, it was just as much for me as it was for him. (laughs) (laughs) My, my kids, it was one of the most iconic birthday parties they ever attended. It was really fun. Because they got to play with little kitties Mm -hmm. for the birthday party. Yep. It was great. My spirit animal would be a turtle. I've just always been interested in endangered animals. Sea turtles were more heavily endangered in the nineties when I was growing up. So there was a lot of, you know, young Natalie reports on turtles that occurred, but more so it has become my spirit animal just because of their association with wisdom and patience and their receptivity to water and the earth. I'm a water sign. I'm a Pisces, but I'm also a cusper. My birthday is right on the first day of spring and turtles are known to be, or they're associated with the interconnectedness of the planet, including awareness of how to take care of our environment. So I really respond to sea turtles and they're just always a, they're just, they always end up popping up around things. I I don't think I have the level of obsession that Jess carries of cats, but I definitely have turtle things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, and turtles are just adorable sea turtles. I got to snorkel with them in Hawaii when I went and see them and take pictures with my underwater disposable camera because it was like 2007. And I am not a swimmer. I actually have like a huge fear of water in general. So I did have a anxiety attack, like full on panic attack, not able to breathe, sucking in water, trying to like snorkel. The only reason I stuck to it and like made it happen was because I wanted to see those sea turtles. Because I love animals. Motivation enough. Yes, I've always loved animals. I was like, I want to see these sea turtles and this is it. So I pressed through a full on panic attack in the water and got to see a few sea turtles. (laughs) I also saw an eel and I like pretty much walked on water to get out of there. I was like, done, (laughs) done. I get to it. Bright lime green eel slithering through underneath. Nope, done. Okay, I'm good. (laughs) I'll lay in the hammock the rest of the day. (laughs) I'll be right next to you. All right, so the last thing that we're just going to share is something that someone might be surprised to know about you. So for me, I worked for a band doing promotional work back in 2008. This was when social media was like just starting and I ran a lot of their social media stuff. Um, They had different leaders. They called them like regional leaders for different areas of the country. And so they had specific pages for that area. So I ran the area of Ohio and Michigan and Pennsylvania. I can't fully remember because that was so long ago, but I ran that area. And then when we would go to concerts, we'd work the merch tables. We would be able to hang out backstage with them and on the tour buses. And it was such a cool experience. Get people to sign up for their email list and stuff like that. Cause like I said, that was when that kind of stuff was just starting to really happen where people are using social media as a way to market. I also had a chance to see and meet a ton of other bands in this process. And one thing that is surprising for people who haven't known me long is that my favorite kind of music is rock and 
specifically like metal music. In 2008, that year I was working for that band, I went to 26 concerts that year, not just them, like not just working for them, like other concerts. And these are not like, you know, going to the local bar and hearing the local band play. These are like big concerts. I was a preferred customer of Ticketmaster and they would send me like free subscriptions to Rolling Stone magazine because I bought so much and so often from them. No way. <laughs> yes. I really miss those days because it was just really fun. And I was just addicted to going to concerts and I got to meet so many cool bands. My favorite band is Seether. I've seen them 16 times. I've met them a million times. I've watched them from the side of the stage. I've watched them from the press box, from the soundboard. We got to do, we got to help the lighting design people for Five Finger Death Punch. And we got, the guy had to like go take care of something. He's like, okay, when they say the word bleed, hit this button. And he walked out and my friend. I heard like, uh, like he's trusting us. We don't know what to, so we're listening. We're like, did he say it? Did we hear it? Click and it changed like the lighting. So we got to do some really cool stuff. And I actually have started writing my book called Tales from Backstage about all of those years. And we have so many crazy stories from it traveling all over. I mean, we would go to different states and just festivals and everything. It was just, it was a really cool time. And of course, now things are different because I have a son and it costs a lot of money to do all that stuff that you really can't do when you own a house and have a family anymore. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I do miss going to concerts though. When I get a chance to go, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Love it. Great. So something surprising about me, I'm full of surprises, I assure you. But one thing that's pretty surprising is that I know how to clip a ferret's toenails. That's, that's really cool. I had a ferret growing up and I don't know how to clip a ferret's toenails. So one of my early jobs in nature and nature education, I was an assistant naturalist and we had animal exhibit with all different types of animals. And so I did animal care. I was a mini zookeeper That's so cool. (laughs) and that include taking care of all the, both snakes, reptiles, fish, guinea pigs, and the ferrets who I learned are two-year-olds in a very furry slinky body. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ferrets get into everything. Like I remember ours, we'd let out to run around the house and stuff, you know, when we were there and he would climb, he would open one of the drawers and like the dresser and climb in the back and go all the way up and inside a different drawer. And so, and he'd like burrow in the clothes. And so you'd be like trying to find him (laughs) and all the drawers. Yeah. Yeah. They're sneaky. Uh, They're really cute though. I love ferrets. So we have so many amazing topics coming up for you guys. We have everything from technology that's going to help you with some of our best green apps to meal planning. We do an entire home series where we break down every room of your house and give you tips to make it more eco-friendly, sustainable, toxin-free, and how to do all of that on a budget. And so it's not overwhelming. So I think that's really important is that a lot of people think that when you try to change your lifestyle, that it's going to be overwhelming because you're doing a full overhaul or it's going to be really expensive. 
because those things cost more and then you're getting rid of stuff that you have and you're replacing it. So we give you ways of doing that so it doesn't cost a ton and it's not overwhelming. So our goal is always to give very easy, attainable tips that you can do in your daily life to make very easy, simple swaps. And so we share about that in all of our episodes. Natalie already spoke about, we do how to make your yard wildlife friendly. And if you want to certify it, you can. We talk to a ton of experts in the field of green living. So you'll get to hear not just from Natalie and I, but from other people from around the country who are doing really cool things. Some are local business owners and some are podcasters or have organizations that share a mission with us. Yes, we absolutely are going to help you get your kids to eat fruits and vegetables. We are going to help you with meal times. If you are someone who hates grocery shopping, we're going to help you do that task with love and joy and health in mind. We also talk about specialty diets. So if you are someone that is dairy-free, corn-free, soy-free, gluten-free, we definitely touch on ways to accommodate maybe not only your dietary needs, but the dietary needs of those you love for meal planning, for parties, for holidays, and special occasions. We have several ways that you can connect with us. You can reach us on our website at lovethegreenlife.org where you can really do anything there. You can catch previous episodes of the podcast. You can shop at our vintage shop. We have this on our Facebook page and our website and the proceeds from those items will go to our Love the Green Life nonprofit. You can also join Plant Power which is our 13 week lifestyle program that teaches goals, breaking habits, how to read labels and learn about ingredients, meal planning, like a pro and what to cook for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and even snacks. We create this course in a way that makes sense for busy families and to fit into your daily lives. You also get one-on-one coaching calls from us, as well as a membership into our community group where you can ask questions and get support from other people that are on the same journey as you. So you can get to all of that on lovethegreenlife.org. You can also follow us on social media at lovethegreenlife.org. And we have a Facebook community group too, which you can get to from our regular Facebook page where we have a big community there where you can share things going on, especially in the Northeast Ohio area. We post events and things that are happening with local businesses and organizations, but we also share other tips and recipes and other connections that we've made with people in the community. All right, green team. Now that you've met us, we can't wait to hear from you. Please connect. We can't wait to talk more green things with you. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the show. We would love for you to follow us, leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. Your support will help our nonprofit be able to do more good in the world. See you next time. 